once again back once again back once again back once again back once again with a I'm Scott. Thanks for checking in on the Wisdom in All Things podcast. If you think of this as being a tour, then I'm on the tour with you. This is my attempt at being that person on the tour that asks those interesting, insightful questions. I need to understand and apply what it is to be wise and want to make it easier for whoever would like to join me. I've titled this episode, iPhone, You Complete Me. Adam Jeske has a quote. He says, with so much of life tied up in my constant connectivity, I started to expect everything to always involve my phone. If I wasn't using my phone, I felt like I wasn't doing anything. So are you using? Why is it that we can't seem to quit the nonstop iPhone arm curls at all times of the day? No matter where we are, pick up phone, lift a face, repeat. For some of us, it would require a Herculean effort to even skip just a few reps. I believe that those of us who are using essentially fall into two groups. There is the what did they say now? How about now? How about now? How about now? Group. And the gotta get her done group. Well, the first group is more or less those that need to know the latest as it happens and keeps happening. The second group consists of those who just can't seem to stop trying to be productive. Every little gap in their day is seen as an opportunity to get better, do more. After all, isn't that why God invented waiting in line, right? And then there are those that are far worse and find themselves in both groups. They're taking it in and pumping it out. I've been fortunate to escape the first group, but with feeling like there is so much to do, find myself solidly in the latter. Either way, it may be in our best interest if we ask ourselves, could how I'm using my device be considered an addiction? Let's focus on considering the spiritual implications. In his article on tech addiction, Adam Jeske raises the concern of spiritual consequences as one thing that needs to be considered, which should be our highest concern, as the detriment of which can be felt far and wide and deep. He says, we know we can't serve both God and money. That's in Matthew 6, 24. Maybe we need to start asking ourselves if we can serve both God and Facebook. I want to highlight two of the passages he directs us to as we evaluate the impact of our use of tech and the spiritual implications it has. First up is Philippians 4, 8. It says, finally, brethren, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything is worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Adam asks the question, how often is our time on Facebook, etc., helping us to think about whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy? as we're encouraged to do in Philippians 4.8? That's a good question. On one hand, this question helps keep us from dwelling on things that are not profitable, 1 Corinthians 10.23. But on the other hand, it could at the same time actually be used to focus on what is true, noble, and excellent. There may be very good reasons for you to spend less time with your device, but when it is used, could it not also be used to memorize a quote, recall a point from a sermon, or let a verse of scripture seep in more deeply? This, of course, will require us to be very honest with ourselves which can be very difficult sometimes. But I wouldn't want us to just think that phone is bad and try to cut ourselves off. It can be used for good. And during the transition from constantly looking at it for the wrong reasons, we can build in ways that the default becomes those things that truly benefit us. The second verse he highlights is Psalm 4610. It says, Be still, that is cease striving, and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations I will be exalted in the earth. Jeske asks the question, is our constant connectivity keeping us from being still and knowing God is God? 
When I'm humming along, banging out emails, approving copy, reviewing campaign strategy can be easily begin to feel like I'm a master of my own domain. But alas, we're not called to be. We're called to be stewards. And as such, we need to do what is asked of us by carefully managing both time and responsibility. However, we wouldn't know what to do and when without listening. Being still has so many benefits, not the least of which will allow us to be reminded of our place and God's. We're called to watch over our hearts with all diligence, says that in Proverbs 4.23. Considering the spiritual implications of our love for our devices is a really good place to start. I know you're busy. That is why I've put together the Wisdom in All Things podcast to help you benefit from all there is to read, watch, and listen to. To get more of that and to sign up for the email, stop by wisdominallthings.com.